All right, today on the Button Up Podcast, we have Gabriel from The Mensch. Welcome, Gabriel. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. So I came across your channel just through uh, through one of your comments, and then I followed you back to your Instagram, and I've liked following you ever since, and I want to get a sense of uh, how you started there and if you've always been in Queens and where you grew up. So interested to hear your story. Okay, so I'll start a little bit with uh, my background, yeah. Um, it happens to be that I was uh, inspired a lot by just the YouTube burst of YouTubers out there, especially you know in the style community. Everyone's got the uh, Alpha M bug at some point, I think. Maybe you guys could speak to that also. You know what I'm saying? You binge watch all of Alpha's videos because uh, his energy is really infectious. You know, it's just like you start watching one video, it just whatever it turns uh, turns you on to a whole new world of uh, of YouTube. And so um, I think it definitely started a few years ago. With that maybe three, four years ago. I was a freshman in college, and I um, just started watching these videos and, and really getting turned on to style and and, um, and just, you know, lifestyle videos like that. Um, and I think over time, I developed my own sense of style, and um, I wouldn't say I got obsessed with it, but it became a really serious hobby of mine. And um, yeah, so this past year, um, as I was graduating, one of my really good friends, who's my photographer, maybe we'll get to him a little bit later, uh, David. So he, we were just talking. I said, like, you know, I really think, uh, you know, his photographer, he's a great photographer. And I was like, with your skills, and I think with my style, and I have so much clothes, and I need to justify it somehow. <laughs> so I was like, um, you know, I think we could really do, you know, something with, with that on Instagram, YouTube, something. Um, and he was really, like, serious about it. And I'm not necessarily the guy who, like, maybe I'll make a suggestion, but I won't actually follow up on it. And he was really great. And he was like, you know, let's do it. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of got started like that. Uh, eventually, he called me over last summer. And he said, just bring over a bunch of clothes and I'll take some pictures and we'll put them online and, and you know, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, and so, it, you know, once you get the first thing done, I think everyone, I definitely watched some of um, maybe maybe your videos. You know, there's a lot of guys who put out videos like how to get started. And so I think everyone says the same thing that just to get started, the first thing, the first thing you put out is the hardest thing to do. And like, so I think once we got that first shoot in, um, it kind of just, you know, we just made it like kind of a routine thing that every few weeks we would get together and, and, and do some shoots. And um, yeah, just eventually uh, it just start, started going and, and we've been rolling with it ever since. So you started out pretty early and you, I remember you didn't show, you don't, in your pictures, you don't show your face, but you didn't even have them like in your story and things. What was some of your thoughts there? Yeah. So that's also something that we've just been adapting to. And I think when I first started out, I, I really think I'm, I'm a pretty normal guy. And so I wasn't looking for like a lot of attention with this stuff. Um, I was really just looking at it as kind of like a hobby um, and just something to do with um, with all the clothes I had and, and, and to self-express myself. Um, so I think in the beginning, especially because um, I'm in such a close-knit community, it happens to be, um, that I, I really didn't want it to be, make it about me necessarily, about like my face and who I was. Um, so we both decided, I mean, uh, it to be David, who's much better with social media stuff than I am. He said, like, at some point, if you really want to, you know, pursue this, you will have to show your face and show your personality because that's what people want to see um, and identify with you. And so I kind of knew that in the back of my head. But I was really and I'm a pretty outgoing guy. And, like, I was really apprehensive about showing my face and and, and just being out there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a pretty scary thing, I think, at first. And, and um, yeah, so I think, you know, eventually, only two months ago, I think, around two months ago is when I first started doing um, unboxing videos or live videos and and actually start to show my face a little bit more. And I think the engagement really shot up. Like people all of a sudden really, first of all, it was a big deal. Like people who had followed me were so excited. They're like, oh my gosh, like you saw your face. It's so cool. So that to me was like, a, it was just a nice, um, 
way to interact with people. And I started to realize also that um, the people in my community, like my friends, I was worried about them knowing my girlfriend, her friends, you know what I'm saying? Uh, family, just, just, you know, Hey man, what's going on? Like that stuff. I was, I was nervous about it. I didn't want that, you know? So, um, but eventually I think, you know, once you get a certain degree of um, engagement and followers and, and credibility, you know, once we have a, a, a huge, you know, we have a nice and long page of photos and it looks very legitimate. Uh, I think we do a really good job. So um, once I get, got more confident in it, um, I really wanted to just, you know, become more relatable and, and more interactive with my followers. And I think it was just a natural course of events. Eventually I was just, uh, you know, let's do it, especially after I graduated, I had more time. So, uh, you know, I was up for the challenge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was your one of your sunglasses unboxings because I was like, oh, there's the mensch. There he is. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I didn't talk about my channel at all when I first started. Like, there's actually probably a, a subgroup of my family and relatives that still don't know that I have a YouTube channel for that, like, exact reason. Right, yeah. It's, it's uh, and for some reason, it's, like, more than just the world. It's just, like, my small group of friends and, like, family. To me, that's way more scary just because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been a certain person, let's say, my whole life, and, you know, they know me as as whatever who I am. And to me, it's just like, all of a sudden I have this whole identity, like I'm an Instagrammer or whatever it is. And, um, yeah, especially fashion. It's like, it's, it's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's just one of those things that if, if especially if you're not in that zone, if you're not into fashion, then people might think it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't think about it too much, but I think that especially if you see like family and friends who, who don't really, you know, see that part of you. So then, yeah, it could just be a little bit of, uh, just a little bit of a different perspective, I guess, on, on who you are as a person. And what has the reaction been from family and friends? Because I, I, I totally agree, especially from friends. It's like, you know, if, if you have typical guy friends, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I, I think really I didn't tell a lot of people until I had a few thousand followers, um, especially my, my close friends. And I also wanted it to come from me. Like, I wanted to be like, oh, yeah, I have this cool page, you know? I didn't want it to be like, all of a sudden, um, you know, someone found it from my, my personal page and, and discovered it. Cause let's say I was commenting from my personal page or liking it and someone saw it. And then they were like, Oh my gosh, you do this. Like since when, like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want it to be like that. So eventually I think after the few, the first, um, few months, you know, we had a few thousand subscribers already. And at that point or, or followers. And at that point I was already pretty much open to, um, telling people about it. So when my, my aunt started, uh, making comments, Oh, the mensch, how's it going? I love your page. This and that. Um, and, and it, it's really funny cause like I didn't go to fashion school, you know what I'm saying? I don't think you guys went to fashion school, but we're all, you know, fashion, uh, interested and, uh, fashion enthusiasts. And it's all, it's funny. Cause like, I also have like all this credibility. <laughs> I don't know if you have that also, but, um, I'm sure you do, but like people started asking me all these questions and, um, it, it's actually a nice thing. Cause I think that it's something that, uh, you know, I'm good at and something I could take pride in. Um, and so it's something that I've come to actually preach about myself also is that I'm just learning to, um, kind of take, take the punches and take the, you know, take the, the positive, but also the negative, both, both sides of it. But just to, just to take on that identity as like the style guy and, and kind of roll with it. It's, it's, it's been fun. It's been a challenge, but it's been fun also. And when you started, did you have like any, I guess, ambition to, uh, do, you know, do this as a business or make money or what is it really purely just a, a hobby? Okay, I'm so glad Brock asked this question because first I have to issue a formal apology to Brock because if you remember me and uh, my and David, the photographer, we sent we actually sent a, um, an email to you, Brock, asking about how you made money, I think, or something about monetizing. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember this? Right. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> you do remember? And, and I was like shocked. For that. 
I was shocked by your response. You gave me like, I don't know how you did it. You did like a five minute video response kind of thing. You like went to my page and uh, like me and David, we watched it together and we were like, we thought it was the coolest thing ever that like Brock took time out of his day to like send us a video. It was really cool. And so first of all, I have to apologize. We never really, we never really answered you. I think partly because we were like so shocked that you even like sent such a response. Um, and we were like so excited. So it was hard for us to send an answer. And also like, I think we made typos in like the email. Like he, he signed it like David, but then he wrote like, my name's Gabriel, whatever, it was a whole thing. But basically, yeah, at, at first I think, I, you know, when I started, I, like I said last year, I was, I'm still in college. I was still in college when I started it. And so, um, yeah, it wasn't really something I was thinking about um, in terms of a career, really, because um, I'm a psych major or whatever I'm, I'm pursuing. I think I'm going to pursue that um, as it is as my primary um, really occupation. But it was just something that I wanted to do on the side as, as a hobby, as a form of really as a form of expression. Um, and I think that's 100 um, percent where it has to come from a lot of times is that I've heard you say a number of times, both of you guys, that it doesn't have to come from. It shouldn't come from a place where you want to make money out of it. It has to come from a place of passion. I heard Carl say that a bunch of times. And it's a, it's a slow process. And so for me, um, listen, eventually, you know, it's good. we're going to have to make some money from it. Um, if we want to keep doing it, it has to be worth our time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just to see that reinforcement and, and to keep going with it. But, um, yeah, I think I think primarily it's, it's really been, um, at least the way I think of it in my head, is like I, I don't think of it as like a moneymaker. I think of it more as um, a form of expressing myself um, and really helping people out and kind of showing who I am. And uh, I think, you know, the, the, the money, if it comes, uh, it will come um, naturally. And, and I, you know, I don't have to push too hard for it. And I think, you know, opportunities have already presented themselves as being an influencer. Um, they do. I mean, it's the best form of, of advertising, as you guys know, for these like small companies that are popping up seemingly every day. Right. There's like a new company that's like reaching out um, to, to send stuff and to get it reviewed and to promote it. So um, there definitely are opportunities out there. And I think it's something that um, it's something to look forward to and something that, that helps me feel validated and reinforced that we're doing a good job. Yeah, if I was able to charge a dollar for every new watch company that I got an email from, I'd I'd be pretty set. But uh, so <laughs> yeah. you said you you know you started out with your partner and he does the photography. What's that dynamic been like as the channel or as your page has evolved? I think it's a real difference maker, honestly. That um, you have someone there who's first of all he's pushing me because I, I I don't know how it works with uh, with other influencers, but it's I think it's sometimes it gets hard. You know, it's not easy to create content all day, and I'm sure it gets monotonous and stuff. Um, and for him to be there, first of all, pushing, but also taking some of the responsibilities, um, whether it be just managing the, the, the account or, or even just push me to, you know, to, to, for, for free time, come over, let's, let's do a video, let's do a live video, let's take some pictures, we're behind on this, we're behind. just scheduling things, it's, it's really amazing. And plus, you know, I have a good friend that we get to uh, hang out and talk, we have a lot in common. Um, it's, just, it's just a great um, way to stay motivated, is to have someone there with you and, and helping you along. And it's, it's been a real blessing to have him there with me. Um, and, and yeah, I even, I even talked to other people about, you know, who, who are their photographers? Like for me, I would never be able to do this if I was just putting, you know, clothes on the floor. Like, I don't really know enough about photography and, and to me it would be a little bit too burdensome, I think. So, um, I, I think having another person there, especially on an Instagram platform is, is really beneficial, but yeah, it also brings with it the challenge of, um, kind of, it, it's gotta be me, I think mostly cause I, you know, it's my face and everything like that. And and being, it's a hard balance really. Cause you know, David's there and I think my followers know he's there. You know, I always point him out when he's there uh, during a live video or anything, but, um, keeping it again, keeping it a personality thing. I think that's a big part of Instagram is, is about finding a personality. Um, and, and it's a really great platform. 
I remember uh, reaching out to Teddy Baldessar. I know you guys said Teddy, right? Um, so I remember reaching out to him um, a few a few months ago, like when he didn't have really any followers on on Instagram, and just asking him questions. Like I don't even know, just 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 trying to make a connection. And I think right after I started to notice that even at the end of his videos, he would say like, you know, a great way to to, to reach me personally and 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 to connect with me is on Instagram because it's really the direct messaging is a great way to um, to really uh, reach someone personally and also and also commenting on pictures and stuff like that is a, is a, is a very personal way to connect to someone also like the polls like I always put up polls and and videos and and and, and stories is a much more personal thing than let's say making a video on YouTube and just commenting that a lot of times we'll get flushed away um, within the, the the long abyss of comment sections on YouTube so um, yeah I think it's again a, a really personal um, platform. And I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for that, um, for that about, you know, Instagram. Yeah. Teddy, we actually should be posting, uh, pretty soon in the next couple of weeks, we interviewed him back uh, at the end of May or, or early June. But yeah, I think that's been one of the things that, that Brock and I have discussed around Brian Sakawa's success at He Spoke Style is that he has a professional photographer that he works with and he's, you know, is able to collaborate with. So I actually didn't know that. That's that's pretty cool that uh, you've got that collaboration going. And I agree, it can definitely be a, a grind to do it all on your own. So did you, I know you're in Queens now. Have you always been a New York guy? Is that where you grew up? Yeah, it happens to be that. Um it's funny, like, um, David lives in Queens, right next to Queens College. I went to Queens College. So um, it happens to be like we tagged Queens because that's really where we're doing all our, our shoots. But I actually live on Long Island, um, about like 40 minutes away. That's actually where I am now. Um, but, yeah, I'm always a New York guy. I think it's funny because I could really tell. I think, I, you know, I talk fast. I move fast. I really think it's embedded in the New York culture. I don't know if you can identify with that. But, um, yeah, I, I think that um, New York is definitely like a, a really strong um, – it leaves an imprint on, on people who live in, in New York and especially in the city um, and how fast it moves. And um, it can be intimidating, honestly. But um, like when I'm in the city and I see people, uh, you know, just just the streets are, are, are constantly congested with people. It's, it's nuts. It's really it makes you feel very small. And uh, you can see people even when you're in Soho or in the village uh, taking taking pictures for their own blogs. And sometimes I'm like, you know, this is like this is a huge world. You know, there's so many people. And there's a lot of competition. So that's it's definitely part of the New York hustle um, that's embedded in my personality. But um, yeah, yeah, I've always been a New York guy. And, uh, I, you know, I love it here. I think it brings a lot of opportunities uh, within the fashion uh, you know, world as well. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. What a concentration of, of creators. And, you know, that's one of the fashion hubs of the entire world. So it could almost be a competitive advantage to be out there. Yeah. yeah the truth is, like I said, like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know if I'm going to do this fashion as a, you know, as a job, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people, um, do it for me again. I, I think it's a really a form of self-expression. Like just, um, like in a sense, I think like anybody who's into fashion should kind of have their own account. Cause uh, it's, it's like weird, but it's like playing, you know, it's like playing dress up. Like a lot of guys want to, you know, dress a certain way and, and, uh, maybe don't have the, the, the right um, environment to do it. So, um, yeah, even though I could make connections, uh, you know, and, and, and in New York fashion, it's like coming up and stuff like that. But um, I, I think of it much more for, uh, like from your guys' perspective. Like, I love how you guys are just two normal guys, with, you know, with jobs and, and everything like that. And you, this was just a hobby for you and something you got interested in. You guys both have your own interesting, um, like, identity within your, your channels. You know, like Brock is, he started out with just like for short guys. Like, there was a need for that, you know. And and I, I love, you know, everything about you is that, like, um, it's just like the, the honest unboxings and, like, 
the fact that you buy everything and, and pay for it and are kind of a guinea pig, um, even though I'm sure you love it and stuff like that. But um, to me, like, I, I really don't feel like it's necessarily something about like fashion. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's, I don't know. I think it's something that a lot of people should do, uh, you know, just to express themselves. And I think flows for me, um, especially nowadays, you know, I'm saying everyone's dressing better now. Everyone's paying attention to the way they dress. And I think uh, just it's something that everyone should take note of. And um, I definitely come across it from that angle that I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily, you know, this authority guy who, who is a fashion guy. I'm really just a normal dude who's just um, trying to share my opinions and, and my sense of style and, and, you know, see where it goes like from there and connecting with people, you know. Yeah, changing the world one guy at a time. So talk about the Mensch branding a little bit because I know that you've got your definition for it and I really like that approach. Yeah, so even even figuring out the name, right? So a lot of people do. There's so many people out there. Like I'm sure you can attest, but like, like um, I don't even know. Just like modern style, men's modern style, men's suit page, men's fashion page. Like there's so many of those. And I said, like to me, we have to be smart about it. And me and David, like we used to really, really just just churn and turn over um, what what our identity was as a page. And so it kind of started with. Um, Again, I'm like Jewish. I'm using my Jewish roots here for the mensch is, is really um, a word that's been thrown around my house a long, you know, for a long time. Just be a mensch and act like a mensch. It really just means like a gentleman kind of. Um, but to me, it really showed my personality again. And it's something that uh, I think people have gravitated to just the name itself, um, which I think is good. But really, I mean, we started out, I started out, I really wanted to be um, a kind of affordable fashion because I think a lot of people, um, they kind of, especially once you start selling out a little bit and, and start being sponsored. Um, it can become expensive um, to, to really dress well. Um, and I really wanted to show how to dress well, but also I, I think even think about the word now, like the word mensch is like just everything is, is about to have a respect for things and respect for your clothes. And to me, it wasn't like necessarily, um, you know, being cheap, like going to H&M and Forever 21 all the time, but it was really about finding quality, but also being thrifty and being mindful of the way you spend. Um, but also paying attention to where your clothes are made. You know, you, you, you talk about this all the time in your videos, like where it's made, if it's made ethically, um, and, and the quality, is it going to last you long? Um, or let's say, you know, price per wear or that kind of stuff. Like I would, I wanted to really delve into that and, and kind of form this identity of being a responsible shopper and, and, and looking good, but, but also having respect for your clothes and, and treating your clothes well and, and really investing in things, um, versus just buying and spending and kind of show, I really didn't want it to be like something about showing off anything like that. You know, I, I'm really, really against that. Um, guys, there's tons of them online who, um, are just kind of just showing off their status and, and stuff like that. And for me, it's totally, totally not about that. Um, yeah, and I think that that's to me my identity as a as an Instagrammer is really totally just to be um, kind of kind of just quality and value. A value is a word I throw around all the time. And it's funny in the uh, you know in your description um, on Instagram, you could really you could really write um, you know it's a few words, but it could really tell a lot about you. And I think value is a word that I always stick in in that, even though it changes a lot. Um, I always you know include that word value. Um, in my in my bio, just so because that's to me is a really um, you know really embodies my identity as a as a shopper and as a person honestly. Yeah, I like I like how you put a lot of thought into the brand, and I totally agree. There's like so many poorly thought out Instagram profiles that are just obviously just going for followers, trying to make a buck. Um, do you have any advice for like total beginners? Like anything that looking back you would do differently when you first started? Yeah, so it's like it's really annoying. Um, <laughs> but basically, that's something that's um, been a constant struggle. But when, when we first started, um, it was pretty amazing how uh, just using hashtags, and it was just a year ago, pretty much, but just using hashtags and, and uh, kind of liking other people. And we did a lot of commenting. 
um, really me, honestly, but um, just commenting a lot of uh, similar pages and forming connections. And we were doing, if I go back to my first pictures, um, they did it, they did fine, like 500, 600 likes. And still, I'm pretty much like my, my, my really good posts, they still do well. Um, I mean, they do a lot better than that. They do, you know, close to a thousand uh, likes, but it happens to be that um, the algorithm has gotten a lot tougher for new people. And uh, it's been really hard on, on engagement. You know, they're, they're very much into engagement. And I try to explain to people, you know, when you open the, the Instagram app, there's thousands of pictures that are being posted within minutes, you know, seconds of each other. And, and it's so competitive and like, it's hard to think of it like that, but if you really want to make it, and this is a project that, um, uh, you know, we're serious about like David and I, you know, we, 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 we're not just doing this necessarily just for fun, even though that's, that's definitely the motivator. But, um, if you, if you do want to see success and, and connect with people, then it's something that you've got to really, um, play the game well. And so now it's, it's definitely much harder. I, I listened to your podcast about, um, from Noah Williams, and I know, and he was really like saying that it's very tough. And, you know, he gets a lot of questions about, um, how to grow. And, and he says that it's, you know, it's very difficult in the beginning, uh, to, to, to grow and to really branch out. And so, um, I think, I think especially now, um, you know, even six months, seven months later than, you know, a few months ago, um, it's, it's, it's been much harder to figure out, you know, how to get the best, um, engagement from people and what's the best times to post. And does content even matter? Is it really just about the com competition that day? What times are people available? You know, it's all these factors that go into it. And so it's, it's become very, very competitive. And, and these pages are popping up all the time. So even the fact that, like, you guys found me or, or whatever, that's, like, super, um, that's super reinforcing for me that, that I was able to, you know, uh, make an impression on you guys. But I think for someone starting out, again, because I do encourage, you know, people to kind of have their own expression, I think... Um, I think definitely content is a, is a big thing. Just, I think we, we, we can even tell like David and I, when there's a good picture and when there's a, a like a good uh, grid or, uh, you know, a good picture of shoes we just posted that did really, really well. Um, you know, we could tell, and I think for some, people pick up on it, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, I think really focus on the content. Just, don't just put out a lot of stuff, but, but really focus on being genuine. Um, but, but actually putting out good content and actually taking time to, to focus on, what people like it. And, and again, keep adapting, keep, keep looking at what people are, are, are engaging with and liking the most and just learn, learn from your own experience and, and from your own successes and your own failures, um, and adapt with, with the Instagram, um, and, and look at it as a challenge, as a puzzle to figure out. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask where you fall on the, uh, quality versus quantity spectrum, but it sounds like you're, and from, you know, looking at what you're putting out, you're definitely more on the quality side. Yeah. I think definitely we, we've definitely noticed that it's, it's not even worth, a lot of times posting something that, um, that, that doesn't look right, or maybe the color was off, the lighting was off, or, or we just didn't think it was a good match, that it's not, it's really not worth posting. And, and especially when brands have reached out to us and said, um, this is kind of related, but, um, that they want to sponsor, let's say, we'll pay you to put a post of, of our, um, of our product, let's say, and you just post that picture. Right. So, um, we, we said that we don't want that because, First of all, the, the, the quality of our own photos, um, we think is, 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 is the best and we want to keep that the way it is. And, and so people can know that when they go to our page, that this is everything that we do is genuinely us and that you could tell that when we post something, it's, it's a, it's a really good quality picture. David takes a lot of pride in his camera work. Um, you know what I'm saying? He spends a lot of money on it and a lot of time on it. And, and you can tell that we took the pictures a lot of times, or I think, you know, it, it's very obvious that, um, that what we post is, is from us directly. And so it's, it's like, 
even when brands want to send us a, you know, an advertisement, um, it's not worth it. Cause I think that we definitely think that just everything has to be from us and has to be quality. And, and, and again, people are very attentive. I know for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but like, I can't use a name. I don't think, I don't think I should use a name, but this specific YouTuber, let's just go with that, who was really great. I think, you know, a few years ago, I was really, really, I loved his videos. And then he started getting like really, ugh, I don't know how to put this honestly. I don't want to be rude, uh, but like he got like a little bit of a sellout and like started doing a lot of ads and like I started skipping over the ads and then eventually I literally, I couldn't take it anymore. I just stopped watching his videos. And to me, it's like people pick up on that. You know what I'm saying? People only want genuine stuff and genuine pictures and, and quality things. And, and to me, that's, that's a hundred percent, um, to me, the satisfaction that I get when, when I get real people messaging me is, is so much greater um, because I know people like I'm generally connecting with people and it's, it's generally coming from a, from a real place, um, from within, within my page, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, we, Brock and I hear a lot. It's referred to as the big three channels that people are, are sick of, but they keep growing. That's good for them. Uh, I, I just, one question before we go into our last round is, um, for, so it does David pursue photography professionally or is it just something he's very passionate about and he's got another career path? He right now is, I mean, it's really marketing, but I think um, he's really just an adventure kind of style guy. Maybe I should have had him on the show also. Maybe next time he's going to come, okay? Um, so he's really just kind of this, uh, I, I don't think he do, he deals with, let's say, like authority super well. I think he likes to do his own thing, and, 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 and he's, he's kind of an artist in that sense. And so um, right now he's working actually um, as a marketer for someone, just kind of managing their social media accounts, but... Um, I, I, you know, I urge him to take on roles and just put out ads in local papers and, and school things and, and to, to offer his services. You know, he's, he's really good. I think if you can go see his, his personal page, um, uh, maybe we can look and link it in the description or something, but, um, he takes amazing pictures and I, I, I try to, to get him to see that more, but he's, he's pretty much, he doesn't like to, I guess, take compliments and stuff like that. Um, he's a pretty modest guy, so he doesn't really pursue it as a profession, but I think, you know, I can tell that he's so passionate. I'll, maybe I'll do it behind, behind the scenes today because I'm going to go to his house uh, after this, his apartment, and shoot um, some more some more pictures. Uh, he's he's really incredible, and he's an incredible worker, and he he's he does such a great job, and he deserves a lot of recognition and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know, I wouldn't, I would really be much worse off without him, like ser seriously. So um, yeah, I think professionally, I really think that he, I mean, who, who am I honestly? But I think he really does have a future. Um, in photography and stuff like that. And that's, a, that's its own competitive world, by the way, like on Instagram and stuff like that. It's, it's really hard to get noticed. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's something that definitely he has a lot of potential in. Um, and I, and I really encourage him to, to pursue it a lot. Um, actually. That's good. Brock, maybe we'll put a pin in that for a future photography roundtable or something. Cause I could think of, uh, Travis White too, but, uh, if you guys are in New York and you need pictures, like hit me up, hit up David. We're going to hook you guys all up. All right. So the last thing we like to do, Gabriel, is uh, rapid fire questions. It's a newer segment and only some of our latest episodes have it, but uh, we're just asking a couple, one or two word answers and then, and then we'll wrap up. Let's do it. All right. Oxfords or Brogues? Brogues. Morning shower or evening shower? Evening shower. Cardio or lifting? Cardio. I'm running for everything in my life. All the demons. <laughs> uh, your favorite Bond actor? Um, yeah, obviously Connery. All right. The last book that you read? The last book I legitimately read. I'm not going to say when it was, but um, it was The Road Less Traveled by, um, I believe it's Scott Peck. Um, and it's a, it's a psych book. I, it's, like I said, I'm a psychology major and uh, really changed my life. It's, it's actually a tough book to read emotionally, but 
Um, it just has to do with like spirituality and kind of meaning in life and emotions and love. And uh, it sounds kind of mushy, but I guess that's what I'm into kind of. <laughs> so that was kind of the last book I read uh, for sure. And I highly recommend uh, checking it out. Interesting. I'll find that honorable. Uh, spring, summer or fall, winter for style? Fall, but I think everyone says fall, right? I feel fall too, yeah. Navy or charcoal suits? Navy. And if you're getting into the shower for a big day and you need to get pumped up, what is the song you're playing? Well, that's a really tough question. Um, let's go with Alive by Pearl Jam because I'm a, I'm a 90s guy. Nice. That's right. I'm only 22, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, my beard shows otherwise, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like 90s music. That's amazing. The, the, to be 22 and have a beard like that. <laughs> Yo, I got so many, someone just DM'd me like yesterday and he's like, dude, like, how, how'd you do it? <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. Like it just one day kind of just wake up and uh, all of a sudden I had some stubble. And then, you know, a few days later, it was really like less than a year ago, I started growing the beard and it could be the Instagram community. I'm in the rugged community, if you guys noticed. So um, within the rugged community, everyone has a beard. It's kind of like a rite of passage. So I guess mm. that maybe rubbed off on my genetics <laughs> and uh, allowed me to grow this, uh, this beard. Well, I'm jealous. <laughs> it's all genetics. No longer, no matter how long I wait, it would never be that bushy. Except, yeah. except you guys both look really young, so that's that's gonna really help you out. Trust me, in the long term. <laughs> One day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's great, Gray Bill. Thank you for coming on today. Everybody, check out the Mensch Instagram. Uh, you do. You've been putting your videos up on YouTube, and so I know you've, you're uh, you got a following over there as well. But uh, keep up the great work, and hopefully, you know, Brock and I can meet up at some point in New York and maybe get some, some sweet photos. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. Also, you guys are like personally role models for me, I'm telling you, and for you know tens of thousands of other people out there. So you know, I really appreciate coming on and hanging out with you guys, and, and hopefully yeah, we'll be in touch about um, further stuff in the future. Sounds awesome. Thank you for listening to the Buttoned Up Podcast, a collaboration between John Shanahan of The Cavalier and Brock McGough of Modest Man, and we will see you next week.